Hello everybody, we are starting our new series called Share this week and we're going to look at that all the way through February and March up until Easter. So we want to look at how do we share our faith? How do we share our lives? How do we share Jesus with everybody around us? Because it is the most amazing thing. You know, God is completely changed my life. Jesus has completely changed my life. I was listening to Alpha the other day. Uh, a, a man on there had been in prison and he'd met with God and it had completely changed him. I just watched it and felt so emotional listening to his story. It not only had changed him, but his children. You know, Jesus changes our life and he changes those around us. And we want to share that in any way that we can. So how do we do that? Uh, we're going to be looking at John. Now, John was a gospel uh, that he, he was a friend of God. He was a friend of Jesus. He was one of Jesus' disciples. And he shared by um, writing it all down. He wrote down the conversations that had been going on, the miracles, the cross. He wrote it all down. And so we're going to be looking at John and looking at conversations. Because, you know, when I look at Jesus and the way that he helped people follow him, um, he didn't have a set formula when the rich young ruler came up to him and said, "What do you? how do I follow you? He didn't say, well, you do A and then B and then C. He asked him a question. He said, he talked to him. He had a, he had a conversation. He was listening to what his father God was saying. And he introduced that into his conversation with every person, the woman at the well, every single conversation Jesus had, the spirit of God was in that conversation. And so that's what we want in our conversations, not shallow conversations, not boring conversations. We want conversations that bring life and light. I want to be somebody who in every interaction that I have is bringing life and light. Sometimes I forget that. Sometimes I, um, I, I forget even in these times when uh, there's a lot of fear. I forget really who I am and what God has made me to be. So we're going to look at John the Baptist. One John. This is what happened with John the Baptist. And it's reading from uh, verse 19. When Jesus, when Jews from Jerusalem sent a group of priests and officials to ask John who he was, he was completely honest. He didn't evade the question. He told the plain truth. I'm not the Messiah. They pressed him. Who then, Elijah? I am not. The prophet? No. Exasperated, they said, who then? We need an answer from those who sent us. Tell us something, anything about yourself. I'm thunder in the desert. Make the road straight for God. I'm doing what the prophet Isaiah preached. Those sent to question him were from the Pharisee party. Now they had a question of their own. If you're neither the Messiah nor Elijah nor the prophet, why do you baptise? And John answered, I only baptise using water. A person you don't recognise has taken his stand in your midst. He comes after me, but he is not in second place to me. I'm not even worthy to hold his coat for him. These conversations took place in Bethany. And so here we have this conversation with John where he is telling uh, everybody who he is. He is the signal to Jesus. He is going to make the way for Jesus. He is pointing his whole life. John the Baptist's whole life was pointing towards Jesus. If I want anything in my life, it is that my whole life 
points to Jesus. My whole life shares Jesus. My whole life is about speaking out his love, his truth, his authenticity. That's what I want to do. What, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm a very guilty person. <laughs> I, I have a lot of maybe guilt around things that I shouldn't, false guilt, really. Uh, when I was younger, I w- walked back from school, uh, from TLA, and uh, there was a box in the middle of the road. And I walked past the box, and then I felt so guilty that I'd walked past this box in the middle of the road because I thought, what bad thing it could do. It could cause an accident. I went back, and I carried the box all the way back to my house, which was, you know, about 30 minutes away. And my mum said, what on earth are you doing with this box? And I said, I just felt so guilty. I had to carry the box back and we laughed about that. There's false guilt. There's guilt that we pick up when we're children that maybe we have to let go of and say, no, that's not part of me. But I've learned that guilt can sometimes be a really healthy signal. Um, It can help me work out when I do something against my values, against who I am, against the values that I hold dear, I will feel guilty. And there's a good signal in that. So for instance, if I start, if one of my values is that I don't want to be a gossiper and I want to talk to people face to face about any issue I may have, when I gossip, I will feel guilty. And that's a really good signal to have because it reminds me These are your values, Becca. This is who you are. Now, we want to get rid of false guilt. And we know that when we do feel real guilt, we can say sorry and God forgives us. But guilt sometimes can be a good signal. What signals are there for you that remind you of who you are in God? That remind you, I want to be pointing to God in everything that I do. What reminds you of that? Maybe it's the word of God. Maybe it's worship songs. it's conversations that you have that just spark in you and remind you that you are a signal to Jesus in everything that you do and you want to share that every day. What can be the barriers that stop us doing that? I think about John and I think we've already talked about how in previous talks how John maybe had a different expectation to the one that actually happened. You know, John was Jesus' cousin. Um, He was thinking he was the forerunner of the Messiah was was he going to go on, you know, when Jesus went and healed people, was he going to be part of that party? Was he going to be part of the preaching tour? No, that isn't what happened to John. It wasn't all that he expected. Uh, John actually was thrown in prison and beheaded. Um, Jesus, surely Jesus could have stopped that. Jesus is all powerful and all loving. But that isn't what happened. And I noticed that I don't think John, it was all John expected. Sometimes our expectations can be a barrier. It might be that you've become a Christian and it's not all you expected. Um, I would really encourage you. It's not all we expect sometimes. There's, There's suffering. There's difficult times. There's times when we are disillusioned in our faith and in our walk with God. But I would remind you today, who are you? You were born to worship and love God and he loves you. And I would just encourage you to continue to do everything in your life Uh, that points to Jesus today um, and to 
expect the unexpected in our ordinary everyday lives. So I just pray that you are blessed today. I pray that you are encouraged. I pray that you are reminded that Jesus changes lives. And I pray pray that you uh, just have such wisdom and uh, pray that you will have amazing conversations with those around you and share the good news of Jesus.